1: You know what? I mean, to talk about something that I actually bring up in a lot of meetings to, to most people's like confusion. I always talk about this movie okay. and I'm like, and they're always like, uh, they try, I feel like they try to like ignore me or like, they try to pretend that they didn't hear me mention it. <laughs> but I'm like, I love the way that Charlie's Angels, they filmed it. I love the way, like the music, I love the colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it came out when I was like, how old was that? Like nine or something. And okay. for me, I feel like I really was into this um, idea. Like, I really love the Spice Girls. I love, like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. each different girl is a bit different and they have their own specific traits. And yeah. that's like their power. And it's so fun. And um, yeah, I can talk about this movie forever. And I literally just put it on. And it like, it's a weird movie to watch in the morning, I have to say. But. Um, <laughs> I've maybe watched it like millions of times. And also when I was younger, I loved the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. It was like in my mom's car all the time. (laughs) Independent women,
0: amazing. The classic. Welcome back to Open Form. I'm Michael Denzel Smith. Natalie, Dylan, and Alex are private investigators who work for a mysterious millionaire named Charlie, whom they only ever communicate with over speakerphone while in his office with his assistant Bosley. The key to their success is not only their intelligence and toughness, but using men's sexual attraction to, and underestimation of, them as an advantage. When software entrepreneur Eric Knox goes missing and his firm comes to Natalie, Dylan, and Alex for help, they need every one of those tools in their possession to uncover the web of lies and covert missions afoot to save themselves and their beloved Charlie. This week's film is Charlie's Angels, the Y2K version, and it was chosen by Marlo Granados, author of the novel Happy Hour. the
1: crazy that isn't it crazy that that's a that's a song that they made for a movie they just don't do that anymore like big hits like that
0: I i like I mourn that really and truly like the era of the soundtrack or the big like song that comes from the like that's created by like a big name artist for Mm -hmm. a film like it just does like I think the last one was probably like Kendrick Lamar doing the Black Panther soundtrack Mm -hmm. and like that's Mm -hmm. like it what up, what else is there
1: <laughs> I don't know I mean they really tried it with like the the remake of Charlie's Angels with um Kristen Stewart and I was like mm-hmm. weird weird yeah. soundtrack that weird um it was an Ariana Grande with like Lana Del Rey song mm. it's, I don't think it charted I don't
0: think it- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, bring back the, the effort in, in soundtracks and in movie soundtracks. I, when you, you said Charlie's Angels, I was like, yeah, of course I've seen Charlie's Angels. It's just been a while. And then I sat down to watch it and I was like, oh, I've never actually seen Charlie's <laughs> Angels all the way through. I think I've watched, I had watched in the past, like probably up to the Cameron Diaz uh, underwear dancing scene. And like, after that, I didn't recognize <laughs> any of this movie. <laughs>
1: It's and it's you feel like you would recognize it, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: so it's so huge, right? Like it like I was what 12 when it came out mm-hmm. and like independent women again, something that's always stuck with me. It's like, yeah, Charlie's Angel. And I feel like I've seen full throttle in part, mm-hmm. I, I probably saw that because Bernie Mac was in it. And think mm-hmm. that, like <laughs> And, and I and I have to check now. Like I need to go watch Full Throttle to make sure that I'm remembering correctly that I have seen that movie. But the this one I had not seen um, all the way through, and it just it was like when you said the Spice Girls thing. It was like, oh, now I get this movie. <laughs> like, I- <laughs> get it now, like, I, I, not that I didn't understand, like, it's an action movie, it's a remake, or a reboot remake of the Charlie's Angels television series, like, all of that, I get, but what you're saying about, like, okay, here are the distinct personalities of these different women that all come together, and then they do a thing, and they, they're powerful, and, like, I was, like, oh, okay, yeah, like, this, this is tracking now, like, I understand that, (laughs)
1: No, totally. I mean, I guess I feel like there were a lot of films that came out around that time that you kind of like would leave and where you were like, "A pep in my step," a little mm. bit. Like, um, and this was one of those movies. And I, you know what? I feel like, per, in particular, what I love about this, it just feels like a real, like, feminine action movie, mm. which I feel like is really hard to do. Uh. And I feel like the way that they've done it recently. Is so um, I feel like they try to do like that kind of grittiness that they do for like, I don't know, like that Matt Damon action movie. Yeah. I don't know what they're even called. <laughs> but you know, it's like, it's like this one for me, I was like, oh, these girls have like goofy ditzy sides, but they're also mm-hmm. like powerhouses and they kind of get silly about boys. And it's like this whole thing that I feel like is really um, it's kind of like what I feel. Actually, you know what? I actually feel about that kind of a little bit with like the that um Kaylee Coco uh series flight attendant right uh-huh. now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Cause I always explain that show to my friends who were like, I don't know if I'm gonna watch it. I was like, just imagine if it was someone like me who accidentally got involved in a- international murder. Like this is like the prompt that I give my friends to watch that. And so this I feel like it has that kind of um vibe where it's like oh these girls like they have like relationship problems they're Mm -hmm. kind of they like to go dancing (laughs) like and they they are trying to just balancing it all and uh that I, i also think it's like such a it's like such a fun watch despite you know the the slightly more unsavory bits that are like very questionable of the, of the time <laughs> of the time for sure the the racial bits um yeah. that split second or drew Barrymore is in face you're like wait is she just what is that yeah it's super weird yeah. but you know of the time and I'm sure like in comparison to like lots of things like American Pie and like a lot of these like t- like those films from that era it's like you know that was just like such a a move and also to like, I think um, get those get, you know, like try to like fit in with the humor. Um, I'm so interested that like, so what did you think of your, what were your like initial thoughts and like your favorite (laughs) bit?
0: I think, well, I, I think I'm appreciating it differently now talking to you. Now that we're talking. Like, like, that, like You're like, oh, it's a feminine action film. And I'm like, oh, okay, yes. Because it's like, you know, recently I feel like there's there's been an attempt to be like, okay, we can have women be action stars and they can just do what the men have been doing. Like a Charlize Theron or Scarlett Johansson comes in and like. Mm-hmm does an action film and like just sort of adopts exactly the sort of masculine posture of uh, Matt Damon or whatever like you know Bruce Willis from the past and Arnold mm-hmm. whatever and like but you're saying that what they're what, how they're experiencing is like no they're firmly in their femininity and mm-hmm. all of the things that come along with sort of a girlishness mm-hmm. and then still doing all the action stuff and like incorporating that stuff in the story and like I think my reaction was like, at first it was like, are they aware that they're doing bits, right? Like, like that that was the feeling. Cause it, it's sort of, there's, there's a lot of the same bit where it's like, we're sexy. And then we like are duping these men who seem to have never talked to an attractive woman ever <laughs> yeah. in their lives. <laughs> and then we do our spy action bit. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think in-, in and you talking about it, I'm appreciating that differently now that it's like, okay, but what, what would it look like if you were to embrace all of the things that have been diminished about femininity and and you know, you've been like derogatory in many ways mm-hmm. and to embrace those parts and then to co- incorporate that into the action film. So you're giving me a different appreciation for it.
1: <laughs> I love that. I mean, I'm I'm really into, like, obviously I've written about like, Um, bimbos and and things Mm -hmm. like that so for me like the trope of like dumb blonde and the dits and stuff is like always kind of tongue-in-cheek and I think that um Mm -hmm. that's kind of part of like a a, it's like a winking at the audience and it's also winking at like oh like yeah like exactly like I can do these guys and they're so silly but like also it's not that hard (laughs) um and the you know but also like one of the things that I always think about when I'm referencing this film um in terms of what I I actually think that people don't really do anymore is that it it feels that it, it exists in its own universe not so different from us but like different enough that the aesthetics are like so specific mm. of like the costuming of the set design like why is that like glass house that um Sam Rockwell lives in like so fancy and like kind mm-hmm. of looks like a spaceship like yeah it's it's kind of like crossing like Um, 90s fashion with like 70s and and obviously because of Charlie's Angels the original so um, that's like really special to me and it does that like really high grade saturation that we just don't see anymore where it's like now it's like either we do like this yellow scale or gray scale it's like this weird one color
0: everything looks the same (laughs) everything (laughs) looks exactly the same no one has no one knows how to use lights anymore (laughs) like there's just yeah so Um, weird It is, it is also, it felt just like, it felt like the year 2000. (laughs) It just felt like, here's Cameron Diaz in her, like, very low rise, like, (laughs) um, boot cut uh, jeans, like, it's lots of midriff. It's like, it's, it felt very 2000 and like that it, there's a nostalgia element of that for me and it's like I'm on I was on the brink of becoming a teenager and sort of discovering the world like I've been recently watching uh real world homecoming for the New Orleans season and it's like that's from also from the year 2000 and it was My like God. everything <laughs> that was like like it is this turn of the like it's all of that sort of fear that, that we had from uh Y2K and then it's like a relief. And so it's like, let's just have fun in this very mm-hmm. brief moment before 9-11, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. like 2000 to like just before 9-11, everything's sort of fun and big mm-hmm. in a way that like, I don't know that we, we really, like there's no seriousness to any of this. And I think that that's really, probably something that threw off a lot of the reviewers at the time of just being like (laughs) what is this what are what are we doing here it's like we're
1: watching we're having
0: fun because we (laughs) thought the world was going to end and now we get to live a new day like let's just have some fun with this thing
1: yeah and I I also feel like um what I yeah I I mean I did through some of like the or, like those reviews and I and even I saw some stuff like even for from like recently when people were like oh like we got to talk about how this is like filmed for the male gaze I'm like okay like I mean it's I don't know like I guess it's like I mean in some ways it is but it's also like kind I mean ish I don't know I think that sometimes you're allowed to be like kind of like sexy and like your little outfit and like not have to be so um you know there's there's other ways like more in an obvious overt way to be filming for the male gaze like you know when they used to do um when they used to film um what's her name oh my god what was that girl's name she was like a sports illustrated girl Kate Kate Upton like you know (laughs) what I mean like when they used to film Kate Upton and you're like this is so slimy feeling but like I think with Charlie's Angels like the way that they film it is kind of like glossy kind of like um like kind of like a like 17 magazine uh spread Mm -hmm. or something you know what I mean it's like it's like fun it's it's really like um oh like I feel like also you know it's one of those things where it's like my initial like my kind of overall feel about this film what I think is actually different than let's say like when they're doing like those um yeah like the Scarlett Johansson like films or like uh Tomb Raider or whatever when like they're in those, those like very like video game style like outfits yeah and this like you know like with these proportions that like make no sense in terms of like actually what they're based on I think that like this is very much like um I feel like it's it's like no matter who you're kind of watch like who's watching I feel like you're like watching it being like I kind of wish I could have this much fun Mm -hmm. like and it's I don't think I think it's less about desirability and more like I kind of wish I could be one of these girls. And that's kind of like, I think that doesn't really matter like what gender you are too. Like, I feel kind of like, you're like, I feel like even if you're a guy watching it, you're like, hmm, like, aren't, like it makes you a little curious to be like, what would it be like to have like, two girlfriends that I would like do this like stuff with and we all had our specific expertise and it was also like yeah we they for each other and it was so fun <laughs> I don't know it's like um it kind of feels like like how I would imagine a really cool um like my idea of like what a cool slumber party would have been like when I was like young and I'd be mm-hmm. like oh when I'm older I can have like these girlfriends and we're gonna be like so smart and like so um accomplished in a way yeah. and that's that's kind of like I feel like also from that time because a year later like Legally Blonde came out and mm-hmm. again another film when you're like leaving that theater and you're like hmm, I showed them like and, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah so I don't know I obviously understand like people's kind of um like reading these films like in bad faith but like there, I think there's also something to be said for the other side of the coin where it's like they are so fun and so glossy. And we just, like, don't really make films like this anymore. I don't think that there, there would be a kind of another instance where, like, a studio would, like, put big money towards, like, something that like, looks and feels like this. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I was so disappointed when I watched, like, the, the remake. Because, mm-hmm. again, it was so gray-looking. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And also, like, none of those girls had um, real star quality, like real charisma, Mm -hmm. real like, Mm -hmm. oh, like I really like want to be friends with these girls. It's it's not really um I don't know. Yeah, I I can't imagine like there's something like comparable that's come out in recent years.
0: Yeah. I can't think of anything. (laughs) And I I mean (laughs) I'd be hard pressed. And I think it's 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 interesting what you're saying in sort of like a a reading of the film in which it's like it's made for the male gaze. And I feel like I, I'm I'm totally on board with exactly what you're saying, but I f- I feel like that like if you are coming to it with that like in, in mind, right? Like you are a uh, hetero man's so like coming to it, and you're just like oh, these three are just hot, and I just want to watch them be hot. Like you walk away from it being like oh. All, they all think I'm silly right like because like that's that's their relationship to yeah. every man and like with the exception of like Boswell and Charlie like mm-hmm. there's there's no room I mean you know uh Cameron Diaz eventually has her her love interest um in uh Luke Wilson Luke who's <laughs> <laughs> just like a sort of sweet dummy <laughs> yeah 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 it's
1: giving him bow yeah <laughs> right <laughs>
0: But every other man is just played for a fool, right? Like, mm. he, like even a man like like Tim Curry, sort of look, living a dream having Lucy Lou's feet on his face. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but he's used in, like, yeah. in that moment. Like he's he's not. He, does, he doesn't have any power. Every every instance, they're using that sexuality to take power away from the men in their orbit. And so, if you're like, if the if the male gaze is there, or if it's being like projected toward the male gaze, it's subverting it and then saying to you like that your gaze actually doesn't matter to me. I'm only mm-hmm. using this for what power I can gain from it.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's the whole point of like why um as the girls as like even like as like a PI agency like why they have such a niche um success like in terms of like mm-hmm. why they can because men always underestimate women so it's like that's how they like get into the places that's how they can like mm-hmm. play like servers or like masseuses and all these things and I think that that's kind of like because they're so um unassuming like no one like thinks that they're threatening right so I think that's the kind of joke as well um and, you know, it's funny, because, like, I've watched, like, originally, also, like, the original, um, like, Charlie's Angels show. And, you know, again, like, you have, like, these women, especially in a weird time, in, like, the 70s. Like, but weird time for women in in media. Um, and, like, I think that that was, like, a really, it was such a fun and career-making show that also, I think, that did kind of the same thing for these actresses, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is like you know what i love about like a a franchise because even like bond and stuff like why haven't we like really done the same thing for charlie's angels that we did for bond like i'd love Mm -hmm. to know Mm -hmm. um but you know i guess i also have like some reservations about like when people try to make these kinds of films because you know when they did the 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 women version of oceans Ocean's Eleven. Like yeah, Ocean's, Ocean's Eight. Eight, yeah. Oh, my God. The, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. You don't <laughs> like, like it. No. Oh. oh, my God. You know what? Because I love Ocean's Eleven. I'm a real yeah. fan of, like, also, like, Rat Pack, original Rat Pack. I, yeah. you know, I I grew up watching that, like, I grew up a lot, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, so I was watching, you know, like, TCM. Yeah. Um, And I think that what people misunderstand about, like, women is that, like, they, there's, the the kind of um, equal equal uh, I guess like uh, sensation or effect of like being suave is not necessarily like I think what the mistake was in Ocean's Eight was that they were like oh they're materialistic they're gonna they're gonna take like gems and mm-hmm. they were they had that weird like um, they had a weird like montage that felt very bling ring when there was like cash money mm-hmm. like you know like they were like flashing like, Le like and like these kinds of like shoes um and that kind of was like so disappointing to me because the you know like Ocean's Eleven is such a stylish franchise that is less about um it's less about like you know like money or material uh gain in, in a way like I think that a lot of it is about like the underdog and like and trying to get away with something right like a lot of these mm-hmm. like the whole thing about like those men uh, is because like it's not like they like need the money it's because they like love the the caper they love to like mm-hmm. be um getting away with stuff and and that's kind of what I think is like missing from a lot of these films now is that there's like a lack of like that true mischief that I think exists in Charlie's Angels exists in Ocean's Eleven like yeah, even good. in the, the yeah like the Soderbergh version um you know, and that's important to me. I love, I love a little bit of mischief. I think that's like, I think that's a defining trait. In, <laughs> yeah. a Defining trait in terms of like what I write and also like me as a person, I think, I think that they're always having like, the, you know, like, um, like a wink hiding or, or like, you know, like, uh, you know, your fingers crossed behind your back. Like, that's kind of like the, the joke is, is like often, um, for a very specific audience and you have to kind of be in on the joke to really get the whole thing.
0: Yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> I think I still like Ocean's Eight. I, I, will, uh, I, love- <laughs> concede, I will concede that, but I think I'm, look, I'm just gonna be charmed by Kate Blanchett, no matter what, it's just going, oh, yeah, to, make, of it's course. Just going to be what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I will concede that point and, and concede also, yes, there's mischief within Charlie's Angels that is like, with all of this sort of like, you know, focus on the fact of their sexiness, like that mischief and that sense of play is also there that like helps to propel the film. And yeah.
1: And great looks, great wigs, great looks. Yes. We, have, we have stunning <laughs> disguises where <laughs> they just change hair color. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: With the exception of the opening scene where her disguise so is LL so cool J. Insane.
1: What a crazy opening to a film. Like <laughs> never I remember because I actually remember that part specifically mm-hmm. um, when I watched it in theater with my mom. I was like what? <laughs> so, so confused. And then they're on the speedboat. And it's like, what's going on here? Um incredible and also you know what? that's also yeah I think what I also loved about that beginning is because of the airline looked so like retro mm-hmm. and it's like it's like we just like don't make airplanes like this anymore we don't have like this no. kind of um yeah it's like this cross between like the 70s aesthetic and like 70s like uh yeah like architecture or whatever and all these things it's, it's really yeah. cool to me um full throttle though I, I really hope you revisit because it's a little yeah. bit more it's a little bit more um, of the world than this one. This one was a little bit like more fantasy, I think. Okay. And Full Throttle is more like, well, I say that now, but then it might be like totally haywire when you watch it. Cause for <laughs> me, I was like, this is a little bit more gritty or something. Cause like, um, Justin Theroux in it. Well,
0: that? no, I, th- then I, have to, I haven't <laughs> seen this movie. <laughs> like Justin Theroux in it. But that, I mean, like going back, it's like, okay, Charlie's Angels is 2,000. 2003 is full throttle. It's like everything had to get serious after 9/11. Yeah. Like it, it, mm-hmm. and hey, like it's not I'm not trying to like, but it is a a big turning point for like mm-hmm. everything in culture where it's just like we have to respond to this and like make people feel the the severity and gravity of the moment, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. well, there's no more fun, right? Like and it feels like we haven't had a lot of fun for the past 20 something years because of this.
1: Mm and it it was kind of like this um I think they started doing like action scenes a bit differently like they were like trying to like really push like maybe like um whatever like computer stuff was happening again not technical kind of person but like I what I like about um the 2000 version is that like it's very just like we're doing, we're on the wires. We're just like flying around on the wires. And um, I think the full photo, I'm pretty sure there was like, you know, like the the slow, the the slow motion bullets and like being like, Mm -hmm. like flying through the air. All the
0: matrix stuff. Yeah, (laughs) totally.
1: Um, And yeah, I think that that's kind of like a, definitely yeah I, I don't know I think that they were also Demi Moore's in it and mm-hmm. all of a sudden there was like this like older woman adversary and and like bad woman and then like, <laughs> yeah. but you know enjoy I'm like you know I'm kind of jealous I wish that I could also watch these things for the first time <laughs>
0: Marlo, what's one lasting image that sticks with you from Charlie's Angels?
1: Um, a lasting image, I would say. There's a few for sure. I think that the um the racetrack scene. I remember mm. watching Drew Barrymore in that in that uh, blonde wig licking the <laughs> the driving with the steering wheel was steering like wheel. was like. So insane to me as a <laughs> child. I was like, whoa, what is she up to? This is too, this is too much. Um, mm-hmm. sensory overload. And I think also the oh, you know what? I do like the, the at the beginning when they're kind of like like fooling around, like a little bit silly. Like obviously the Cameron Diaz like dancing scene, like all the dancing scenes. I feel like she must have had that in her contract. Like ever since Mask, she was like, I've got to do I've a to solo dance, dance scene. Um <laughs> and Like also when the girls are like throwing around Lucy Liu's, the muffins that she's made, (laughs) feels very relatable to me. Whenever my friends are like, did you cook that? I'm like, "Mm, don't try it, (laughs) don't try
0: it. (laughs) Oh man, that's so funny. Okay, a couple quick questions. Yeah. They're quick. Uh, What is your all-time favorite film?
1: I was was thinking about that um, as I saw in the email. Okay, so I would say like right now, I would say gentlemen prefer blondes. I feel like that's such a classic answer for me starring Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. And, um, cause again, like, you know, we have this, these two girls, like one's like a pretty serious gold digger and the other one's kind of like really out there looking for like a, a play girl, shall we say? And I, I, you know, I like that kind of thing. I think that comes up in my fiction too. Um, and again, like it's one of those, like, uh, films where i guess there's a running theme here where like the, their, their femininity and their like um wiles mm-hmm. are used to you know outsmart the men around them and it's funny and again like people kind of like misunderstand these kinds of movies but to me like i've i grew up watching these kinds of things so like i've always been like very like in on the joke and i think that also because of like um just the way that my personality is it's it's often kind of like Oh, I understand that people might think like in some ways like um, you can be like unserious, but then actually, like, I'm like, oh, okay, that's a joke that you know you're not in on. I don't know. I guess mm. I guess I can surprise you later, but um, but yeah, I think that and also like great gowns, done great, great looks, mm-hmm. and so memorable. And I also love um, all like the the real like uh, it's one of those musicals that I actually can watch each musical number mm. Mm. which before like it's very difficult for me now like even like yeah. you know I tried watching La La Land for the first time and I was like no I can't do this I've gotta I've gotta go I have to, I was like rewinding I'm like wait so there's another music music thing like right after this no I can't no, do this
0: sorry. I hate that movie
1: <laughs> I didn't even watch it I was like All once right. it was like we were doing like the this like nighttime stroll ryan gosling and emma stone and i was like i don't i can't i can't get involved in this now
0: no terrible <laughs> uh and what's a perfect summer movie
1: okay i was actually thinking about this and i re-watched this film recently and i because it, i'm i grew up in toronto i'm from toronto and um i just rewatched this film by sarah polly take this waltz which actually is it stars Michelle Williams and um Seth, Seth Rogen randomly and uh and Luke Kirby and it like kind of portrays exactly to me what a tro- very specific Toronto summer feels like yeah. and that kind of like stickiness and especially like living in an apartment where you don't really have like air conditioning and and like when you're like cooking over the stove and like your kitchen gets too hot and it's very um it's very beautifully filmed and you know, I'm. I just finished Sarah Polly's uh, book of essays. Run a run towards the run towards danger. Oh my god, am I okay? Um, run towards the danger, and it's you know, yeah. I think that it's like such a love letter to Toronto, and I think that you know, there's so few films that I think are like truly set here that I, you know, it's like so. It's really a, good, a, a pleasurable watch and um, perfect. Perfect summertime.
0: Marla, thank you so much for joining me.
1: Thank you. So fun.
0: Thanks for listening to Open Form, a podcast from Lit Hub Radio, produced by Eliza Smith and Justin Alvarez, and hosted by me, Michael Denzel Smith. Feel free to like, comment, and subscribe to Open Form wherever you get your podcasts, and or sign up for the Lit Hub newsletter to stay up to date on our latest episodes. If you're enjoying what you hear, share open Form with a friend or on social media. We're taking a break for a little bit, but while we're away, you can catch up on past episodes featuring Leslie Jamison, Joseph Hahn, Marie Helene Bertino, Ashley C. Ford, Min Jin Lee, Adam Hazlett, and a number of others.